Good morning. My name is Mike Small, and I'm Executive Director of the Alumni Relations Office at NJIT, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to our latest Highlander chat. I'm very proud to welcome our next guest today, Manish Advani, Class of 2000. Manish has been an entrepreneur. He has served in marketing roles in various corporations and now is a senior executive. But first and most importantly, he is a storyteller. You may have seen him from any one of his seven TEDx appearances as a guest speaker about storytelling. I'm very pleased to welcome Manish Advani. Manish, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be uh, on this show. It's been so many years. I've lost touch with NJIT, but my heart still lies with NJIT because I will never forget some of the best moments I had at NJIT. So I'm thrilled to hear you say that because that was one of the original ways that you and I connected. Uh, by way of full disclosure for our audience today, I reach out to many alumni on LinkedIn. I'm privileged occasionally to have alumni reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, and you were one of the, the alums who did that. What really struck me the first time we interacted was that you shared a story about coming to NJIT. And usually in LinkedIn, anyway, you get these brief updates, these little bits and bites of information, but the way that you described the emotion, the experience of coming. And then the more I read of your posts, the more I realized this is somebody who, who really has lived this fascinating life and also has turned that into something inspirational to others. So I, I wonder if I can uh, take the starting point here to ask you to, to share the story about how you came to NJIT uh, from living in India, what, what your experience was like. Wow, that's, that's something very interesting. Uh, when I was, you know, um, being raised as a child, I always used to, you know, often used to live, uh, listen to English numbers. Uh, one of the songs I used to listen to was born in the USA. And uh, from childhood, I had a dream that one day I want to study uh, in the Western world. And US was one of the countries which was on my charts. Um, it was in year 1998. My college got into uh, tie-up with uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Through that bridge program, I got selected as a student. And uh, I still remember it was 17th uh, December uh, 1998 when I got my visa and I left in a few days time and it was an amazing experience uh, ending up at the beautiful campus of New Jersey Institute of Tech. I believe it was uh, just before the Christmas break I uh, visited the campus and uh, I met uh, the dean at the university. Um, I believe it was Mr. Chakravarti. It's been so many years. It's been over 20 years. I'm trying to recollect the names. But it was a lovely experience uh, being at NG, I mean, you know, getting admission at NGIT. So one of the things that also struck me there, and, and the more I read about what you do professionally, you've had a lot of marketing roles, but really the throughput as I see it and that you described in your TEDx talks is that storytelling and how important it is to convey thoughts and ideas and inspiration to people in a way that that is logical to them and that touches them in some way. Having said that, there's plenty of executives out there to whom this is not something they think about or, or may not even consider when they're speaking with people. Um, why is storytelling so important in your view? And what, what sparked you to, to follow this in your own uh, personal life and professional career? 
thank you so much michael for asking me this question because this is a very interesting question storytelling has always been something which is close to my heart and um, you know when i had applied to ngit after i got admission in new jersey institute of technology um, i ran out of funds and uh, you know we have to pay uh, before every semester when you are enrolled on um, enrolled for a particular program and i believe i still remember i had 6 months and i had to pay 6000 dollars and those days i didn't have money and um, what i did i mean you know might not sound great to many i started going to new york city because i was told that you know there's the place where you can find odd jobs i mean cash jobs which wasn't legal in those days but uh, you know when the gun was on my neck i thought you know i will try my luck but unfortunately nobody hired me for an odd job so I, in that sense i would say i was lucky because i didn't break the rule if i would have broken the rule and if i would have been caught i would have been behind bars uh, but you know going to new york city was a different experience every day i was knocking doors i with a hope that you know i would get some funds but it was like you know about 8 10 days of struggle i didn't give up hope because you know my motto motto of my college in india was i will and i can and i always kept that uh, something which was you know that something which has been always close to my heart i will and i can keeping that in mind i never gave up hope and i think it was about after 14 13 or 14 days of struggle i finally bumped into a gentleman who was about 6 feet 2 inches tall i bumped into this gentleman i narrated him my story um somehow he was a very kind gentleman he heard my story and kind of you know uh, decided to help me out and all he said was like you know you come back and see me after 3 days i'll see what best i can do Three days later, when I go and meet him, he hands over an envelope to me, and I didn't know what's inside the envelope. When I opened the envelope, it had a check of six thousand US dollars, and trust me, six thousand US dollars in 1990s was a huge amount. It was like climbing Mount Everest. And when I got that uh, money um, years later, you know, somebody reminded me, or somebody talked about the concept of gratitude, and I felt grateful. to that person i wish i could have you know expressed my gratitude earlier so i thought you know the best way i can express my gratitude is by writing a story by sharing my experience with the rest of the world uh, that you know it's so important to express gratitude and one of the things which i highlighted um, in that story was the importance of giving because the money which i got it came from the same trust this gentleman got me the funds from the same trust where my mother used to donate in india it was a sheer coincidence but this experience woke me up and coming back to your question on storytelling i feel stories are the best way we can inspire others as kids we grew up listening to stories as kids stories are something i believe in the western world people read dr seuss books i think every child grows up reading dr seuss books dr seuss books are nothing but stories and i believe if the stories which we read are the stories which create our personality and especially in today's times where we are going through different kinds of struggle stories can play a major role especially if we read positive stories those will make us positive and positivity is something which is need of the hour to bounce back in life because i believe every individual whom i am talking to is currently going through challenging times and the best way to come out of that mess um, situation is by reading um, you know some good stories which can inspire us which can help us bounce back which can help us evolve in our lives manisha i have to tell you it was that moment 
when you mentioned that this six thousand dollars came from the same fund that the, your your mother supported, uh, I, I my mind was blown when you shared that story because it's this perfect encapsulation of how there's a full circle to life, right? And and when you give, you get, and when you get, you give, or, or you should. So with that in mind, uh, this is something that you've been doing, certainly professionally, you've done very well, but personally, you've done so much as well. And there's a, a an epithet that they they have for you over in India. You're the uh, For some you. reason, I'm not able to hear you. That's fine. Let me... Hello? Uh, yep. Hold on one second. Let me try and uh, mute and unmute myself. And Manish, I'll cut this part out. Okay. Can you hear me now, Manish? It happens. We'll, we'll cut this out. I never mind a coffee break. <clears throat> it's good coffee too. I'd normally be wearing a shirt and tie. I wasn't sure. Hi, we're back. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got disconnected. There was another call which came. Not a problem. Don't worry. Do, do we have, is this good? Will we have to redo this again? No, no, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to edit it and then I'll just splice it together. It happens. So Sounds great. I actually took a coffee break. It was fine. Um, all right. So what I was going to say, let me see if I can do a pickup on it. <clears throat> so there's an epithet that they have for you in India, uh, the coconut man. And... I, when I first read this, it actually wasn't from you to start. It was from somebody who had posted about you. And I thought, you know, what, what the heck is that? So I, the more I learned about what you've done there, the more interesting I find it. And I'd love to ask you, wh why are you the coconut man? And, and how does that bring together some of the threads of, of what you've done personally and your NJIT degree? Wow, that is something really interesting. So a few years ago, there was a big uh, fire in the garbage dump in uh, the city which I live. And that kind of had become world news. And uh, as an individual citizen of the country, I mean, you know, we had three options, either to keep quiet. Second was to protest against this. And third was to be the part, uh, to be the part of the solution. And I decided to be part of the solution. I started composting my waste because it was waste because of which the problem was created. And I decided to be part of the solution. And while I was in the journey of composting, one day my wife handed over two coconut shells. And uh, I started playing with those shells. I started growing plants in them. I started doing artwork on those shells. I started then, you know, end up ended up making a, a prototype of the world's first house, which won an award for India in the house of... Uh, um, which won award in the House of Commons in the British Parliament. And uh, the, it got traction in India because, you know, a lot of media houses started covering some of the work which I have done. And one of the media houses gave me the name, the Coconut Man of India. And since then, I've been known as the Coconut Man of India. But that's how it really started. Uh, you know, I got, uh, it was all about, you know, I felt this one coconut, one can make such so much difference. Um, in the society we live in. And I have to say, uh, talk if everybody's about a story. 
coconut man is is such a unique thing and, and it really has made the the circulation there so i i know uh, i think it was the green apple award a variety of different awards so I, just to make sure i've got it right so you started out with dealing with all these this coconut uh leftovers uh, that it caused so many issues but you, you're also actually helping to build buildings with this now is that right yes yeah, so we built a prototype of the house a small house using these shells so the municipal corporation was you know kind enough to you know join um, in the initiative which i was handling they were very supportive the government was supportive many others came forward the students were supportive the youth of the country and i was you know fascinated to see the amount of support they offered and you know one by one um, there is a saying like you know when you um, it's actually in hindi which might not make sense i'm trying to see how we can translate it's it's a saying which says that you know when you start taking the step in the right direction or if you're doing the right thing one after another people will join you and soon you will realize something beautiful has emerged out of it uh, that's extremely poetic and it's a beautiful sentiment um my my last question for us given your your really diverse path to where you are you know, this is such a fascinating story about what you've done and how you got over to NJIT and how you came back over uh, to India. What would you say to other students right now? You know, we know we're in this extremely challenging time. COVID has impacted the entire world right now. Uh, and I, I think it tends to make you feel closed in. So if you've got somebody who's stepping foot off campus for the first time this year and they're wondering, you know, what do I do? Where do I go? Uh, what would you tell them to keep to keep inspired i would just tell them two words keep exploring uh, keep exploring different things don't be attached to one thing because at times when we get attached to one thing we end up in crisis so rather than being attached to one thing you know at times we make up our mind you know i want it that way i want this is what i'm looking forward to and that actually leads to crisis i feel but if we are detached if we are you know in the mood of continuously exploring different things continuously learning different things absorbing as much as possible uh, from the environment we live in in fact one of the statements which i have been always you know which has always inspired me is a statement uh, made by the professor uh, to the founder of the biggest group in india which is known as the tata group and the statement was you know the academic learnings are not the final word in life you open your minds and you will see learning everywhere all i would say to the students like this is an amazing opportunity see this as an amazing opportunity where you know there is so much to learn because every i mean this i, I don't think this period will come again um, because i mean at every step there is a learning and if they can learn as much as they can i think they will only evolve and only evolve and they will and another thing which i would like to suggest is you know it's always important to discover the new within you continuously there is something which is unique about every individual and if that individual finds that unique thing about himself or herself i think then you know there's no question of getting tensed in current times that's really excellent it's excellent advice and and uh, thank you very much for offering it manisha i want to thank you again for joining us uh, i also want to extend the best wishes of the alumni association and the university to you and your family to stay safe and stay well and uh, to have a great spring and, and early summer. Thank you so much for, you know, take, I mean, it was an honor and privilege to be on this show and I'm so happy to be again connected with NJIT. 
Thank you. That's great. And the next time we're over in India, by the way, a quick shout out. We have hundreds, if not thousands of alumni in India. Uh, we're really <laughs> anxious to get over there at some point, like you and I were talking about before we got started. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to get us over there and to start uh, connecting with our alums and maybe recruiting some future students just like yourself. Certainly, look forward to you know interacting with you. Eagerly look forward to interacting with you. Excellent. But it was so nice talking to you. Uh, it was my pleasure entirely. It was great to connect and be well. Thank you. So this has been the latest edition of the Highlander Chat. I was very proud to welcome Manish Advani, class of 2000. Uh, again, Manish is a storyteller par excellence. He uh, is a seven-time TEDx speaker. Uh, he has had a professional career in marketing at various companies. Uh, most importantly, he is an extremely proud Highlander. So if you'd like to leave questions for Manish, please make sure to leave a question in any of the comments where you happen to be viewing this. That's LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. You can follow us on our podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Or you can email us at alumni at njit.edu. We'll be happy to connect you with Manish after that. Again, this is Mike Small, Executive Director of Alumni Relations at NJIT. And my last word, be well, stay safe and healthy, and go Highlanders. <laughs>